I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're talking about rightly dividing the word of truth. We're going to be taking a look at the scripture in 2 Timothy, where it talks about make sure to present yourself to God as a worker approved by God who rightly divides the word of truth or correctly handles God's word. And yesterday we talked about walking in the truth. And part of walking in the truth, I believe, is rightly dividing God's word or correctly handling it. And as I was just thinking about this this morning, this, this verse just came to mind this morning, rightly dividing the word of truth. And as I was thinking about that, I felt like God reminded me, how do we divide things? Working with my daughters, with school, how do you divide fractions? Well, to take a fraction and divide it, you can simply take it and you can flip it. You can use the reciprocal of the fraction and then you can multiply it. And that will allow you to divide the fraction. There's something I've learned about it, many scriptures in the Bible is that you can learn some great truths by taking the reciprocal of a scripture. By taking the opposite or reciprocal of a scripture, you can learn some great truths. As an example, we're going to talk about today. When we take communion, we are supposed to examine ourselves, to be discerning about ourselves. The Apostle Paul says some people are weak and sick and they die early because they don't examine or judge themselves before taking communion. But what's the reciprocal of that? If we examine ourselves, we take communion in faith, we take it in the light, we take it the right way, it can make us healthy and strong and give us long life. We can learn a great truth by simply taking the reciprocal of that verse. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Handling God's scriptures. Handling it with grace. So, let's pray. And then we're going to go through, take a look at the scripture for today. And then we'll get into our time of communion after that. Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody who's watching or listening their families, their friends, everybody connected to them and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. And that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you call us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named. Not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body. The fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us. And to make your face shine upon us, let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive your purpose and grace and everything you've given us in Christ. And to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today. 
Help us be sensitive to those opportunities and make the most of them. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes. And do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, let's go through the scripture here today. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. This is the New King, New King James Version. It says, Be diligent to present yourselves approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And then the English Standard Version says, Do your best. We talk about often, bring your best. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved. A worker has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. Some versions say correctly handling the word of truth. And so Heavenly Father, we're asking for your help today. Help us to present ourselves to you as one who you approve with no need to be ashamed and we help us to correctly handle, to rightly divide, to rightly handle the word of truth, your word. I'm also asking you to teach us about the reciprocals of your word. Help us to understand how that works. Teach us the scriptures that you want us to see and how to take the reciprocals of those and how that can bring light to us. Help us to walk in the light at a greater level. And we're going to take communion over this today. But why do we take communion? Jesus says, as often as you do this, remember me. The Apostle Paul says, every time we take communion, we're proclaiming the death of Jesus. And in the case of a will or an inheritance, nothing happens until you prove the death. So in a way, communion is like an activation that sets in motion all the benefits of this new covenant. And so as we take communion today, we're believing God's helping us to walk in this. He's helping us to present ourselves to him, to be approved by him, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, and helping us to rightly handle, rightly divide the word of truth. But it's also important we take communion in the right way. To take some time to examine ourselves. 1 Corinthians 11, verses 27 through 32 say, So then, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat. Eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ, eat and drink judgment on themselves. That's why so many are weak and sick and a number of you have fallen asleep. But if we were more discerning with regard to ourselves, we would not come under such judgment. Nevertheless, when we're judged in this way by the Lord, we're being disciplined so that we will not finally be condemned with the world. So let's take a moment to examine ourselves. This is the process we've been talking about lately. First, let's take a moment. What are? Let's take a moment to celebrate. What are some ways that we walked in the light? We walked in the truth. We walked in love over the last 24 hours. Maybe ways we put God's first, put, put God first. We were honest and transparent with people. We were present and full of joy. We were walking in love, kind and patient and gentle, always assuming the best. 
We had God's peace and joy flowing through our system. Functioning in kindness and goodness, we were self-controlled. We were gentle and patient. We responded to maybe adverse situations with belief and faith and positivity. We took action rather than procrastinating. and We persevered maybe when things got tough. Maybe we, we missed the mark somehow or somebody else did and we gave ourselves or other people grace rather than condemning them. And we brought our best. Saw that scripture today. Do your best. Bring your best to present yourself to God as one approved. So just take a moment to think back. What are some of the ways that you walked in the light today? And then let's take a look. We've all got buttons that can get pushed in life. They cause us to lose our position in the light. We step out. We've got this secure position in Christ. But sometimes life has a way of knocking us out of position. Could be financial issues, health problems, relationship issues. And what's the signal? What are some of the symptoms that we got knocked out of position? We lost our position in the light. We weren't walking in love. We weren't walking in the truth. Number one, we have that broken fellowship. Feel like there's a strain in the relationship with God or with people. There's not that peace in the relationship. Maybe we're snapping or we got stress and pressure and frustration. The weight of the problems is sitting on us. Maybe we lack self-control. We respond in a harsh, angry way. Feeling down or depressed. We're complaining. We're venting. We're pouting. Being ungrateful. We're toiling away in our mind and worrying and just stressing ourselves out. We're prioritizing to make decisions that value money over people. Maybe someone does something to us we don't like and we retaliate at them. We give them the silent treatment. We avoid people. Maybe we don't give ourselves grace. We condemn ourselves. We're hard on ourselves. Maybe we're focused on lack, not enough time, not enough resources, not enough money, not enough this. Rather than the promises, the God who is our provider. Maybe we're feeling unfulfilled. Like something's missing because there's fullness in Christ. When we lose our position, it feels like something's missing. Just take a moment to evaluate and examine ourselves here. And we're going to ask God to help us to reprogram those buttons. Because these are buttons in our heart and he is greater than our hearts. So how are we going to do that? First, we're going to start with forgiveness. Forgiveness on three levels. Receiving it from God forgiving ourselves, walking in forgiveness with other people. And so, Heavenly Father, we just, we thank you for the ways that we got to walk in the light. We get the opportunity every day to walk in the truth, to walk in the light, to walk in the love, in love with you. And we ask you to forgive us for any ways that we missed it, but we lost our position in the light. Maybe we responded in an ungraceful way. We forgive ourselves. And if there's anyone we need to get peace in a relationship with, we're going to humble ourselves. We're going to take those steps to get that peace back in the relationship. And Father, I thank you that what you put within us, what you planted in our hearts is more than enough to handle whatever's coming at us in a beautiful, graceful way. All the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, grace, faith, it's all in there. Everything we need for life and godliness. 
And we're asking you to help us to grow it, to cultivate it to a new level. So that when issues come at us, we respond in a beautiful, graceful way. And those buttons in our heart get reprogrammed, Lord, by you. And we thank you that the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. We'd all missed it. We'd all turned to our own ways. And God laid upon him the sins and the punishment that we deserved. And by his stripes we've been healed. He was crushed. He was destroyed. He was smitten by God. So that we could be right and holy and perfect in his sight. All through his one sacrifice. And God raised him up from the dead and seated him in his right hand. And he raised us up together with him, made us sit together with him. And communion is a celebration of our union with him, being joined together as one. So, Father, I thank you for this bread and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. And it's a forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into the light, into the kingdom of Jesus. And he's a great king. His blood washes us and cleanses us Gives us a fresh start in life. We get to walk out this day today in a covenant relationship with him. So, Father, I thank you for this cup. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have a juice, you can take a juice. All right. Let's talk about some practical application of this into our health and fitness. So our bodies, talk about rightly dividing the word of truth. Our bodies have opposing pairs. Think you've got a bicep and a tricep. One moves your arm one way, the other one moves your arm the other way. Now, you need both of those functioning at a high level to have a healthy, strong arm. You don't want just one side or the other. God's word, I've learned, is balanced. It's got two sides to it. There's two different angles to it, usually. And it's learning the balance of how those two sides work together and how they fit together. You don't just want a bicep and no tricep or vice versa. You want both of them working in harmony together. And the same is true of the truths that are in God's word. But I hope you're not for you today. If you'd like to be a part of what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.